You're listening to the Hello Lovely Podcast with Christy Williams, episode 97. Hello Lovely, today on the podcast, I have one of my dear friends on who is also a client. We have been friends since I was a teenager. We have such a long history. You'll get to hear a little bit about our story together, but it was an honor to have Leah on today. You're going to join us on the interview kind of when we were just catching up a little bit before we even get into it. But what we talked about and what we discussed was so appropriate to today's episode that I kept it in. (laughs) Please enjoy this episode on the joy of being yourself with Leah Cotton. Yeah, I think that's why even as a teenager, I was attracted to our friendship because it was a safety when someone is confident with you, like to me, confidence isn't like I'm better than anyone or I feel really uh-huh. great about myself. To me, confidence just is like I'm safe here. Uh-huh. And when you're safe here with this person, they have an opportunity to be safe with you. And like when we were together, even as a teenager, I can remember very specific times you had this confidence where I could I could just plop in and, and be myself. Safety just yeah. yeah, I think we had that with each other. I think you felt yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah, and so that's how I continue to see you, you know, and reaffirms me why this work is even more important is because even when we appear to others as confident and whatever, it's like there's a value to like feeling that self inside. Right. I think that's the connecting factor is the safety that we all felt with each other to be ourselves, Mm -hmm. whatever shape that took any given day, good or bad, it was all safe. It was all accepted. I think that's why long-term friendships exist. And there's just a a click there. Totally. It's almost like a challenge now that you have these tools is to practice what it's like when you bring that you into a circumstance you used to think was unsafe. Mm. Yeah. Beauty is now I do have the tools, so I don't have to go into the circumstance with my mind reeling out of control or this panic of how I'm going to be because I know Mm -hmm. how I need to be. Mm. Yes. And like when I find that I'm feeling uncomfortable and I want to adjust my personality or actions to feel more accepted or belong more, I realize I'm not being myself. Mm -hmm. And so I may like just pause for a second or take a breath or even go to the bathroom or close my eyes or say to someone, just hang on one second. Or I might just leave for just a moment, you know, just reset myself, like just step to the side. Uh-huh. Like what I do what I need so I can come back because ultimately like when, like for an example, there might be a situation where I might've been intimidated. Like that was how I felt. I would feel intimidated around a specific person. Cause I was thinking, I don't think they like me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so this person has never said this. I'm basing it off of facial expressions. Right. And this is my living physical experience with this person. Right. And so I would perpetuate that intimidation by being mousy. Uh-huh. I would be all like, Eek, and how are you? And like, even like, I'm like bending over as, yeah. as if I'm not likable or lovable as a person. 
right? And so then whatever either was between us or was simply only in my mind just grew and grew and grew. And eventually it was like, well, I just don't really want to be around this person because I'm not myself, uh-huh. right? But then like to practice, this is, this is, is so, this really builds that confidence, that safety is when you notice that about yourself and you go back in on purpose and you don't act that way. Uh And you, there's no like precursor, like, Hey, I've been acting this way (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not going to act this way around you anymore. It's like, you just go in and, and you're like, Hey, right. And it's like, the thought has changed to, I can just be myself. Right. I mean, I can relate to that so much because of the intimidation factor, the the mousiness, not being how you really want to be with that person or in that situation. And then compounded on top of that is trying to explain to them why you've been so awkward and how you don't. You're not going to do that anymore. And most of the time they're looking at you like you have three heads because they weren't even aware of any of this. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, the work, the work is just really important because it's not what I knew for me. It's not what I thought it was going to be. That was such a great thing. It wasn't, oh, I I think coaching is going to be this. And then, oh man, it's not. No, it was thinking, okay, coaching is going to be this. And then it was this. (laughs) I love it. Well, let's get into it because I think this is a perfect segue into what it was and wasn't for you. All right. So we're here with Leah Cotton, the lovely Leah Cotton. Leah, if you would just introduce yourself, just tell us a little bit about you. Well, thank you for having me, Christy. Yeah, I. I'm Leah. I have uh, known Christy for a very long time and enjoyed a friendship with her for quite some time. Like many women, I've struggled with self-esteem and negative thinking for years and um, just thought that that's the way I was. And that's who I am. And I just had to accept it. So you've seen some of my struggles over the years and, you know, we've, we've had some conversations, but I always just stayed in this stagnant place of I'm, I'm just somebody who suffers with this. And that's just the way it is. I think it was beautiful when we had a conversation and you reached out about having an interest in doing this work because you are like just a shining, beautiful example of why this work is so important is because you are a very accomplished woman. You are a woman who is safe to be around, has a lot of personality, is like an amazing mom, an amazing wife, right? And then we still have this internal view of ourselves that at times, we don't see those things that way. We still just see what we need to work on and how our self-esteem may be low or that we have negative feelings. And that is a huge flaw. Right. It's so funny to me to think 
about how others see me and see me in a completely different light than I see myself. Because for me, living in my head with my thoughts, I would not expect anybody to necessarily, you know, be able to name off positive qualities because they're not in my headspace with me. Yeah, I remember thinking, and I guess I have felt for the longest time that one of two things was going on with me that, like I said before, this is just who I am and I have to accept it and live with it. Or that something inside me was broken Mm. and needed to be fixed. And so that's how I've lived with these high highs sometimes, but a lot of low lows. And then you became a coach and I kind of quietly in the background would follow your journey with coaching. And I was intrigued because uh, just about every topic you would cover I could relate to. I felt like you were talking to me, like you had seen into my soul and you (laughs) knew that this was meant for me. Um, So then my interest in the program started growing, but I always hesitated. I would say for a couple of years, at least I hesitated to sign up for more because I didn't believe it could work for me. And that's a classic statement that somebody who suffers with low self-esteem would say about themselves. It works for everybody else. Mm -hmm. It's not going to work for me. You are spot on. (laughs) You are spot on with that. It is no doubt in my mind connecting with you because it connects with me. Like this is a thought that pops up in our minds that comes up from time to time, that just feels like a reality. Like I could believe it could work for someone else, but it may not work for me or it won't work for me. How do you feel when you think that? I can look back on thinking that and and be sad for that person. Be sad for me because thinking that I was in this class that wasn't able to be helped, but because I face those fears and was willing to move past that. I just want anybody who suffers in the same way to know that that's not true. It's, it's just 100% not true. And we feel like we have to change. We have to become somebody completely different. In fact, I'll just go ahead and say this, that Say it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I think. Just tell me. Um, <laughs> when I signed up, you know, for the coaching, finally, you know, took that leap, I really thought one of two things was going to happen. Number one, you were going to fix what was broken in me. And or number two, that I was going to come away with a brand new personality, brand new me. and and I was so wrong, but in the best, <laughs> I love in the best possible way, yes. I was wrong 
because I'm not broken. Anybody else that's listening, you're not broken. You don't need a new personality. You don't need to be somebody else. And that is the beauty of the program because you get to be yourself, Mm. find out who you are, find things you love about yourself. Mm -hmm. For me, that was just huge to learn that I didn't need to be fixed or change myself in order to feel better. Yes. That is discouraging. I imagine thinking like you have to be fixed. It just feels terrible. And to me, it almost perpetuates not reaching out Mm -hmm. versus almost like I can tell something is off with me. Like I'm not feeling myself or I'm not comfortable in these situations. And I'd love to know why I'd love to know why and what to do. So I could approach it differently, feel differently versus I'm broken. It it does keep you from maybe moving forward and, and pursuing s- some help because there's embarrassment behind that. There's thinking no one's going to understand where I'm coming from and just the vulnerability of sharing to someone else how you truly feel about yourself deep down inside and you make that such a an easy safe comfortable space to do that in and having all these hesitations but taking the leap anyway And honestly, I had gotten to a point, and you saw this, where I was so unhappy and there were tears and I was just kind of in in such a negative, dark place. You knew what I needed, Mm. but I had to get there myself. And then you helped me figure the rest out, but I, I had to make the choice to get some help. And I'm so grateful, so grateful that I did and grateful to you and, and your program. Oh, I love that, Leah. I, I, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I remember I connect with your story so much too. It, it reminds me so much of my own. I was so embarrassed to ask for help, but I got to a point where I was like, well, something has got to change. Yes. And that's how I fell in love with coaching is because when I first reached out to my very first coach... I just approached them with what I was dealing with. And it was like, I'm so uncomfortable in my own skin. And this is everything I'm literally thinking and feeling. Almost grimacing, waiting for them to be like, well, why are you thinking that? Or or you shouldn't be. And just like bracing myself. And they were like, yep, makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. You're like, spot on. (laughs) You're in the right place. And I was like, wow. Yeah wow, like if I could just talk this out, it really created a a place where I developed this interest into what I was thinking versus a fear. Mm, Yeah, I I agree with that 100%. Because once you get in into it, and you realize that you're safe, and your coach is, is not judging you. In fact, they're completely relating to everything you're saying. You're you were getting affirmation that, yep, mm-hmm, makes sense. I understand. Not um, questioning you on any level, reminding you that it's okay to feel that way. It's 
normal to feel that way. It makes you want to go deeper and deeper and and really figure out why you feel this way about yourself and things you can put into place to change the trajectory of how you view yourself. Make that initial call. Realize that there's there's really no need to suffer um, stuck in these feelings. By nature, we're going to have negative thoughts. And that's okay. I didn't realize that was okay. Mm. I thought that part, you know, anything negative about myself or any other person or circumstance, those kind of things had to be eradicated. And that's not realistic. And it's not something we should expect from ourselves. But learning how to manage the negative thoughts when they do come, and they will. That was a brilliant moment for me when I realized that I had the power to choose my own thoughts. Um, it's very empowering and it makes it makes sense just because your brain says this or this or this about you. That doesn't mean it's true. Mm-hmm. It's just a thought. And we can choose to to give that fuel and fire and life and make it what we actually believe about ourselves. Or we can say, oh, okay, that's a thought, but that's not what I want to choose to think or feel about myself. And so we can acknowledge that, kind of put it to the side. What is um, natural or authentic for me? And, and what is a thought that resonates with me or serves me better than that? I really, really appreciated learning not to expect that negative thinking was never, ever going to exist in my brain anymore, mm-hmm. but it's how to manage and balance that. It's such a relief, right? <laughs> when you, when you approached me, I remember you expressing to me, you know, you really love the idea that you could change your thoughts or, or think less negatively, but like, maybe it's too late for you or that you couldn't do it. Yeah, I I remember sharing those things with you. I don't know, or I wish I'd done this sooner. And you, you were just immediately, no, you're you're right where you need to be. I remember thinking, wow, she's so confident in my ability to do this. But that was also a jump start for me because you you have somebody who is cheering you on, who is who has been there themselves who has seen this work and wants nothing more than to help you succeed, see you succeed and, and get out of this dark place that you're in. And from, from the get go, I would tell you things and you would be like, and that's okay. And I was just blown away because I expected it to be like, yeah, Leah, well, you really need to stop doing this and start doing that and, you know, pull yourself together. Mm. And coaching is nothing like that. Oh, that's so beautiful. Again, that's where you come in and, and you you teach women, you know, really how the brain works and how it is going to offer you um, just an array of negative 
thoughts. And I think most of us think, well, you know, my brain is telling me this, so that must be true. That that must be me. And we give so much life and power to those thoughts that we just start owning them. Yep. This is, this is part of my personality. I don't like it, but it's just the way it is. But I don't have to make it define me. And that I actually get to choose what I want to think and what I don't want to think about myself, a situation, an event, another person, any of those things. So I get to take that with me everywhere I go. And I remember telling you early on that what I wanted to attain the most out of this was to be calm and confident. And that's what choosing your thoughts enables you to do. You don't have to go into situations panicky. Oh my goodness, what am I going to say? How am I going to act? What am I going to do? What if I say something dumb? Any of those things, you can be very slow and deliberate and pause and breathe and think about what you want to say, how you want to present yourself before you're ever in any situation. Knowing you have that resource versus just reckless abandon, just showing up and (laughs) being almost, almost acting in a panicky sort of way because you don't, you don't know how you want to present yourself. It's possible to choose your thoughts. And you, you told me too, when I mentioned calm and confident that it is possible for calm and chaos or calm and feeling overwhelmed to coexist. Mm -hmm. You don't have to just be the one all the time. Cause again, we're, we have to take into consideration our imperfections in the world around us. So that was also enlightening because again, I just thought everything negative just had to disappear mm-hmm. and be 100% on, show up on all the time. And I found that to be exhausting. Yes. And why? Because it's not authentic. It's not realistic. Sometimes say nothing, choosing what you share and what you don't share, not feeling like you have to defend your decisions or your thoughts to everybody all the time, that it's okay to set boundaries for yourself and keep those boundaries. I no longer have to worry about trying to figure out what's wrong and fix it in order to be okay. I can be calm, confident, in control, knowing I'll be okay no matter what. I don't have to have things work out in a specific certain way or have something fixed in order to still be okay with myself. I'm thriving because I'm choosing. Mm. And that's pretty much my my go-to phrase now. I'm thriving because I'm choosing. I always have a choice. That is so powerful, Leah. 
What would you share with the lovelies? Anything you would like to share with them? If I could say anything, it's that it's not too late. If you're suffering, if you're unhappy with yourself, you you, you don't have to stay in that place. It's It's never too late to start the work and you start it right where you are. I remember telling you that I, I wished I had done this earlier and you said you're right where you need to be right now. And that's so true. You don't have to go back in the past and change or fix anything. You you start right where you are moving forward, making positive changes. That's what I want the lovely community to know is to start. Just um, make the choice, invest in yourself, start the work, do the work. The benefits are going to come. They'll come probably more quickly than you can imagine because that's how it was for myself. I thought, okay, I was starting a whole process and it's it's really, you're, you're not taking on this huge, massive project that you may get through with in a few years. It's really things you can start implementing right away and starting to see a change straight away. So that's my, my biggest. It's just knowing who you are, being authentic, showing up the way you've always wanted to show up, and knowing you get to choose for yourself what happens. I'm really happy that you're there to to help women do this because I, I really do think that most of us feel like we're just stuck in this place and that's the way it's always going to be yes not true boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> thank goodness right amazing so yes. yeah, I'm just so grateful to you for sharing your experience and your story and for saying yes to the coaching and doing the program. I'm so proud of you for where you were when you started and where you are right now, just who you are as a person. It's a much, much happier headspace to be in. Um, it's just a relief, this this deep sigh of satisfaction. Leah, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Christy.